Section 99 of the United States. Read for LibriVox.org by Meg Huskin. The Charge at El Canet by Frank T. Merrill. Painting, page 488. While the Spanish fleet under Cervera was shut into the harbor of Santiago, it was decided to capture the town with a land force, and on the morning of July 1st, a general attack was made against the Spanish entrenchments on the heights of El Canet and San Juan. El Canet was held by about five hundred Spaniards, who made a gallant stand against a force of nearly ten times their number, and did not retreat until more than half of them were killed or captured. Quote, the attacking force was composed entirely of regulars, with the exception of the 2nd Massachusetts Regiment in Ludlow's Brigade. These volunteers, never in action before, behaved extremely well, coming up steadily under fire and taking their places in the firing line. But the moment they opened with their archaic springfields and black powder, which they owed to the narrow parsimony of Congress, and to the lack of energy and efficiency in the system of the War Department, they became not only an easy mark for the Spanish Mausers, but made the position of more peril to all the other troops. In consequence of this, they had to be withdrawn from the firing line, but not until they had suffered severely and displayed an excellent courage. The lack of artillery and the black powder made the assault on El Canet a work to which infantry should not have been forced. Yet they were forced to it, and supported by only four guns, but splendidly led by Parton, Chafee, and Ludlow. They carried the position at heavy cost by sheer courage, discipline, and good fighting, manifesting these great qualities in a high degree, and one worthy of very lasting honor and remembrance. End quote. Henry Cabot Lodge this illustration shows the 2nd Massachusetts Volunteers charging up the hill at El Canet. It is from a painting made under the direction of Colonel Embury P. Clark, Springfield, Massachusetts, commander of the regiment, and is reproduced through the courtesy of Mr. C. W. Gersh, of New York City, holder of the copyright. End of section 99. This recording is in the public domain.